And in the end, I threw my hands up and I said, look, Mother Nature, whoever's controlling this simulation, never do that to me again because one, I look like a dweeb, I'm disappointed, and now I'm fucking sweaty. Ah, wow, wow, wow. Look who it is. Seems like you're shit out of luck because you're listening to another episode of Lukewarm Lattes. Smarties or M&M's? For short. Oh, actually, yeah. that's a good qualm. I know. Do you know why it's a good qualm? Why? Because Smarties are rare. Yes. M&M's, classic, but Smarties actually taste better, I believe. Oh, I think Smarties taste better as well, but I had this conversation with my flatmates last night. Oh. I'm very team Smartie. I love a Smartie. I think they're delicious. Yeah. I like how when you suck on them for long enough... um. You get a crack right around the the, the <laughs> circumference, and then the the cho- then the chocolate the outer chocolate kind of clicks off, and then you've got the inner chocolate which is softer. I love. First of all, thank you for that. Yeah. Second of all, in my mind, just then when you were saying that, I just envisioned Smarty to be a nickname of somebody. Right. Well, <laughs> it was. It was. Plenty and- of that out there, kids. That's what we've learned in our break is that there's heaps of misinfo out there. <laughs> That's all we've been doing. Some of you think we've been working on this behind the scenes so that we would improve from season one. We haven't. We did a master's on misinformation <laughs> with a PhD and fuck all else, to be honest. I would say that we utilised the break me. It wasn't something that I felt the need to be get up and go 24-7? No, because I'm dairy-free, and I don't think that up and go dairy-frees are very good. I'm also not dairy-free because I just talked about how much I love Smarties. Yeah, <laughs> and I also love lying to my audience. And I, it circles right back to misinformation. It so. does, it circles. Now, can we get onto some real info here? Oh, well, actually, should we acknowledge the elephant in the room? What's the elephant? This is season two. Apparently elephants don't have knees. Who was saying that? Georgia was saying that. They don't have knees. Yeah, and I thought, well, how do they kneel? So that in itself could be misinformation. Oh my gosh, let's look into that. We'll get back to you, uh, season three, about that one. Yes. But in the meantime, welcome back to season two. If you're here, we're assuming you didn't listen to season one. In which case, I'm Meg. And I'm Hayley. And we're... And this pretty. is What A Life on Disney Channel. <laughs> <laughs> and we are pretty fucking excited to be yeah. back. Yeah, check it out, check it in. I actually Here honestly can't believe that, that we're allowed back. Yeah, look, it's it's been hard to, you know, get back in the studio due to us being, you know, banned for the worst chat in the world. Mm-hmm. But I think that was sneak, a good jumping the fence is um, a good inlet into the studio. It is, it is. Yeah. Look, my excitement levels on the excitometer yeah. are just brrr at, the, at the excitement end. Ah, da, 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 da. Yeah, that's what's going on in my brain right now. I'm so pumped. It feels so good to be back. It has been a time. It has been a time. And I have missed liquid lattes a lot. We have been working on liquid lattes, but I've missed recording a lot. Because recording's mm. the bit where like my ego is like, you know, like yeah. the sound of my own voice, all those kind of things. Yeah, great. Yeah. Uh, for those of you playing <laughs> yeah, at <great>. home, <laughs> Meg, Meg has turned a turned a leaf in yeah, her book. I have, and she has strategically come up with a new side of her personality. Yeah, where she likes to um, 
you know, boost up her own ego. Therefore, season two, get ready for some unlikability. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look, we're back pretty much the exact same as we were a month and a half ago, would you say? Roughly. I would say I'm battered and bruised, but I'm here still showing up. <laughs> it's accurate though, isn't it? <laughs> you poor girl. Yeah, poor girl. Haley's trying to drum up sympathy. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get sympathy from you all. I'm me. Season I... two, we're actually going to be doing accents, which is good. <laughs> <laughs> I have got a question, and I don't know if this will come as a surprise. I sure hope it does. Um... <laughs> But could I potentially entice you to giving to give me your peas and peas? Money. Oh, peas and oh, peas. Yeah. Right. Okay. <laughs> My peak. We're gonna do peaks and troughs of all of the weeks that we've been away. All of damn weeks. Wow. We have missed you guys. You might have missed us. Probably not. Maybe I'll not. Don't flatter yourself. A few of you said you did, but we can spot a liar when we see one. Yeah. Yes, we can. And here we go with the accents. <laughs> Here we go again. I think that we should have a, a vote on the Instagram. Yeah. Who does the best accents? She's a bloody cheater, Meg. <laughs> so my peak of the week, or of the break, has been 21st season, probably yeah. kicking off for our year group. It's been so much fun. Lots of really funny stories have come out of it, which I'm sure will come out this season mm-hmm. and plenty more to come. Um, and so. I think it's just been a lot of like nights in a row of being around lots of people in like a really cool vibe, like celebrating someone. And I think that's been electric. Electric, nice usage. Yeah. Thank you. Thanks. I wholeheartedly agree with your peak. That is the best thing that you can do is celebrate your friends. So happy to be here. Happy to, you know, reel in the 21st. How good, Hayley? What's been your peak of the break? I'm going to narrow this down, narrow down my search, you know, refine, refine yes. my search, um, down to one particular day. This particular day happened two days ago, so it's a fresh one. It's it is. It's pretty fresh. What happened before that in Haley's life? We don't know. No. She operates three days at a time. Yeah. Once we hit day three, it cycles. It's it's out the gate. Mm, it's history. Yes. Yes. As I enjoy being history minor. Moving on to back to yourself. It's not all that you mean. <laughs> um, ciao. Anyway, so my my peak of the time was the fun day Friday mm. that I had. It was probably I've named it as um fill my cup Friday because it was yeah. just oh perfection. I'm talking. I'll give you a run. Look, I'll give you a running. running give us What did your Friday look like, Kelly? So about nine o'clock. Mm-hmm. Lots of ladies come over to my flat. Where me and my flatmates had hosted a pink ribbon breakfast. She knows these ladies. I know these ladies. She does, yeah. And these ladies are beautiful humans, respect them all, lovely ladies. And that was just amazing, raised heaps of money, actually doubled what we, you know, what what our goal was. So that was super fulfilling. Yay. Yep. And um, then had a bit of uni, which, you know, balance is key. Yep. 80-20. Um, and <laughs> then... Which I went, part's the 80? The fun. <laughs> Right? <laughs> for obvious reasons. Um, and so then I, me and my friend Caroline went out for a scurfy scurf. Nice. Um, out in Sumner, which was good. Although, I could not feel my big toe for a good amount of time afterwards. Ooh. It is getting brisk out there, ladies and gents. It is. It really is. Anyway, so after that, 
I swiftly got out of my car and I arrived at the rugby mm-hmm. with some of the greatest mates of my life. Um, I was there as well. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Just for those playing at home, Meg was not included in the greatest. No. She was outside of that bracket. Charles. Um, and we watched the rugby, which was really good. I love a wholesome night. A Friday night is meant for the for the wholesome vibes. Yeah, so I want you guys to picture this, right? Hayley gets hold of a flag stick. So it's a, like a flag, but without the flag on it. It's just the, the white stick that comes with the flag. I don't know where she got this from. I actually don't want to ask because I might have touched it, maybe. So I just don't want to know because I don't want to have to like go and get tests and stuff. So basically, Hayley has this stick. And people two rows in front of us, we had a, like seats empty in front of us, two rows in front of us. One of the girls comes back with a big like container thing of donuts. And <laughs> I really tried my best here. And I would have paid so much money. For Hayley to get the stick and put it down a couple rows and then stick it in the middle of one of the donuts and then pull it back up. Just she didn't have to eat it. I get she's good and free. Just to see their reaction, I think, was what would have been worth it for me. But she didn't. But you did do other few funny things with the stick to the boys in front of us. And honestly, who played the rugby? I don't really know. I don't really know. The team I was supposed to be supporting won. But more importantly, Hayley was fucking funny with the stick. Wow, that was the nicest compliment that I've ever got from you, Meg. Thank you very much. <laughs> Obviously, we haven't been at like a rugby event like this for a while, you know, COVID and stuff. And the Christchurch flu, let's talk about that later. Yeah. Um, that's the next to come. Put that on a tab. Yeah, seriously. Um, but I think in these situations, the event itself, great, would pay money, did pay money to go. Yeah. But how people like act in front of you and how you feel like you would know these people after sitting near and dear to them for a good a, a good half of the so rugby. true right like you think after all the eavesdropping you really really know the situation and like these two the girl and guy behind us i desperately wanted to know if they ended up together at the end of the night yeah there's some flirtatious fucks going on eh? yeah and i may never but all of those things you know that's all part of it it makes it worth the 15 dollars for sure yeah, absolutely. No, it was a great day. Look, that was that's got to be my package. Yeah, for Yay. sure. And what about your trough of the break? Look, I don't have many troughs, and I'm not going to get deep here. So I'm going to do a subtle swipe over the bench, collect yep. the dust mm-hmm. with my fingers. It is a dusty bench, actually. And I'm going right to now. <laughs> I'm a dusty bench right now. Yes, good. I'm dusty. Yeah, that's actually going to be my my, my trough. Is that I am piss weak. I have turned. <laughs> into a look it's not great to be able to consume a lot of alcohol however i will pride myself in my younger years Mm -hmm. my youth um being able to you know digest when you were 12 yes yeah i'm a young i was a young blossomer you were you were she was a young drinker yeah um and then back way back when i could drink drink a lot of a lot of alcohols Mm -hmm. but now i have six and i'm chronic i am just done yeah and you know what you are what frugal uh, and can you give me <laughs> throw me a lead here <laughs> give me a bone <laughs> give me a fucking board frugal means like cheap, cheap. good with money yeah and okay. six drinks sounds cheap although i do still buy the whole box oh right you know so, and then you end up with awkward half boxes yeah 
and you don't you necessarily want to drink that thing again you know exactly yeah yes, exactly oh and if you take the box there then you've just got these stragglers oh, forget what i said it's not frugal at all it's actually expensive. a waste of space brain fog today what is your trough um my trough is again i also don't have many troughs mm. so that's good um i think my trough to be honest is maybe that it's getting colder it's getting colder it's getting chillier out there it's getting a little bit harder to get out of bed you get stuck in bed eh? like i seriously think yeah. there's glow or shit in my in my sheets because i'm stuck <laughs> there's shit in your sheets <laughs> oh my god i've got a post story <laughs> if you don't like shit Log off now. Yeah. This honestly. is your one and only chance, one and only offer. Mm-hmm. Discla- disclaimer. Disclaimer. Um, But I had a diarrhea bug. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. First of all, I think this this would have been actually in the break. This can be my trough. Yeah. Trough number two since you had a... Number two. <laughs> trough number two. Yo, I love it. <laughs> um, but I had my friend Grace, her red card... And I had to drink these nitro, nitro RTDs, which yeah. I Ooh, I do not recommend to yeah. anybody. Sorry, nitro. Sorry, nitros. Just but stick to what you know. Yeah, stick stick to your commons. Yeah, yeah. Those six hundred mil. Yeah, big bottles. Yeah, scrumpy shit. Anyway, had to drink those. The next day, I was ill for obvious reasons. Mm-hmm. However, I also had gained the symptom of shitting, and I yeah. thought. Here we go. Here's the sugar. And to be clear, for like for those medical students who obviously listen to local martyrs to become more intelligent, <laughs> Haley always was able to shit. But when she says she gained the symptom of shitting, she means she was shitting significantly more than she already was. Yeah. Yes. I just we're getting a bit more science in season two, and I just wanted to clear it up. Thank you. Because I often forget. Yeah. Yeah. We need to cater to all audiences. Yeah. Ciao. So, (laughs) (laughs) um, so I've gained this symptom and I think, bugger, 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 bugger. Go to Caroline who was drinking the same drinks. Look, buddy, do you have the same symptom? She goes, yeah, look, yeah, I do. Sorry, Cara. I'm just, I'm just outing you here. And it's an open conversation. It is. Yeah. It's an open relationship. Yeah. Anyway, so this um, is sorry, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, Jack. It's not. Um, but so this is this is all happening. I think yeah, nothing's wrong with me. I'm talking hours go by, and I think oh, this is not this is not slowing down. This is this is in fact gaining pace. We've organised this BYO. Um, for oh my Lauren's god, I was there. You were there. <laughs> Meg was the waiter. Because she, she, she wasn't allowed to sit with the big kids. No. Uh, um, and so we're going out for this BYO and I'm sitting at the table and I'm getting up every five minutes to go and do the bizzo. Yeah. The bizzo old she Lizzo. She is back and forth from the bathroom. Lizzo came Who's and she said, it's now? about damn time. Who's the waiter now? Because yeah. <laughs> I was waiting on Not that Not me. Toilet. I stayed seated. You did stay seated. You were the one doing laps. Yeah. Laps of that bowl. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I was ill. It carried on for a couple of days. I was a skinny queen because I was shitting out everything that I could. Yeah. Anything that I wanted to. It's like one of those juice cleansers, but you didn't have to pay for it. Yeah. And I will just add this in. PSA, sharts were included in the package deal. Okay. Yep. And that's honestly the vulnerability we're bringing to season two. Yeah. In case you were wondering where the bar is, it's low. Um, and just for those those parents of mine who thought that I would exit the toilet stage, um, 
exiting year seven. Uh, it's good to know that I've kept kept to my core. Year seven's got to be kind of like even truly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still well in the depths of the toilet stage. Oh, look, I think that's a good trough. I think it is too. I think it is as that well. Can be a, that can be a trough for both of us. <laughs> yeah, my trough, honestly, because I was anywhere near it. <laughs> Something that I've been doing recently is blaming my lack of shaving abilities for my legs upon um, the act of feminism, yep. which I'm all for. I love my ladies. So I will happily go to uni, unshaved legs, and I will class it as a feminist movement. Yep. Because the whole movement as well, by the way, not just an act. Hayley is the lead feminist. She's yeah. our leader. If what? you're interested in joining, uh, the link is in our link tree. We may not fulfill that. No. That's not a promise that we will fulfill. No. Maybe season two will bring us um, ever more layers. <laughs> ever more things we cannot fulfill. I thought you said layers. <laughs> Augers have layers. Onions have layers. Steers off into the distance to get a main character moment. <laughs> we can't both be the main character. <laughs> Can it be a jewel role? <laughs> Can we have a jewel? <laughs> King Julian! <laughs> the real new segment of season two is situations. Yeah. Similar to Hayley's hot takes. This time, though, can also involve a bit of listener situations, which yep. I'm also very excited for. Yeah. But obviously, we have no listeners because they all left and started listening to Inspired Unemployed. So while we regain that mm-hmm. confidence, yep. Hayley's going to give us a situation today. Am I? But it'll be situations. That are shit, and we talk about how shit they are. Maybe how they could be less shit. Probably not, though. No promises there. Yes. So if you're looking for positivity, there's I'm sure somewhere else you can find it. Hayley, what's your situation of the week? My situation of the week is that I think it might have been, mm, let's say Wednesday, give or take. Mm -hmm. Um, and I got up early and I went to the mall, and I need to pick up a couple of things. Yeah. Running, going to see Erin, if you will. Yes. AKA running errands. Yep. My favourite my favorite pastime. Um, but this came to a grinding halt when I enter the mall. The mall itself opens quite early. Yeah. The shops within the mall <gasps> do not. I think one of the worst things that can happen to you is to look like a dweeb. Mm-hmm. Frankly, a loser. Yeah. I looked like a, I looked like a loser this day because I was waiting outside of a shop for a good half an hour. Anyway, so I'm just waiting, 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 thinking, yep, cool, whatever. I get in there and I'm just trying trying it on. Don't have my size. Bugger, bugger, bugger. Mm-hmm. This becomes even more devastating when the fire alarm goes off <laughs> and the whole mall is evacuated. <laughs> However, where I had parked was a good five-minute walk down the other end of the mall, which I was now not allowed to go down. So I had to do a fucking lap of the block to get back to my car. And in the end, I threw my hands up and I said, Look, Mother Nature, whoever's controlling this simulation, never do that to me again because one day I look like a dweeb, I'm disappointed, and now I'm fucking sweaty. I know. What, what, is, what needs to be opened within the mall so differently timed to the mall shops opening? I think so the staff can get in, right? 
Yeah, but just surely they have a, have a back door. <laughs> surely have a latch. And next have a tunnel. <laughs> nice, a bunker. A bunker. Have a have one of those long tubey tunnels. A long tubey tunnel. <laughs> a long tubey tunnel. You know the play ones that the kids crawl through. Mm. Have one of those. Mm. Not obviously demoralising staff who work in the mall. Respect, but that could be fun. It could be fun. A slide. A slide. A slide. Another thing that I'm going to just put my two cents in here for, mm-hmm. and I think a lot of girls do this, you know your wee side bags yep. that you wear? Great wee purses. I love them. I was When I was in the break, um, on my way down to Ashburton to see lovely Danielle, yep. um, I put on my bag, go get in the car, arrive in Ashburton. This had been, what, an hour and a bit drive? Mm-hmm. Bag was still on. Yeah. Bag was still on me. Happens. Happens. It but does. Why? You fall asleep with them on. They're so comforting. They are, they are. It's like um it's like a weighted blanket, but for your but for one of your hip bones. Mm. It's almost like the same um thing as when people have anxiety when they don't have their phone around because they like, you yeah. know, could get a call and n- miss it. Yeah. It's like that with my bag. Yes. I always need a bag on. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because mm. you never know what you're going to get handed. No, well, you see, I am terrible. I will let anything. Mm-hmm. When something needs to die, it goes to die in my bag, you yeah. know? Oh, like, I'm the exact same. Mine's nothing stuff. gets cleaned. Chocker. Receipts from all those times I was going to, like, budget my supermarket shopping, they're all in there. Yeah. Because I might one day. Might. Time might free up. Yeah. Potentially. Potentially. So since it's a universal experience, maybe we could petition to open On the malls can. earlier. Yep. Or maybe we could just Google. <laughs> maybe we could inquire before yeah. we go on the squire um, sire. Yeah, I'm going to place the blind 50-50 on that one. Yep. Maybe that's what we should do at the end of the situations. We decide who's at fault. Mm. In this yep. time, it's us and the mall. Yeah. The, the mall goers. The mall goers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I'm going to pose a question to you, Meg. Tell me. So, right now... Mm-hmm. We are both studying. We are. But at the end of a degree, mm-hmm. which for me is coming up very soon. Rapid. Hopefully. It's a rapid swim. Mm-hmm. It's a marathon. Yeah. Uh, I've paced myself. Mm-hmm. Once I get to the finish line, how do I decipher where my life trajectory is going to go from there? Yeah. See, this is, this is a tricky one because... In about 55 less words than Hayley just put it, fuck what the you. fuck am <laughs> what the fuck am I doing with this degree? That yeah. has been the question on so many people's lips. A real vibe at the moment. So we left school in 2019. Uh, and so that was three years ago now. And a lot of the degrees that people went on and studied are three years. A lot of like apprenticeships or other courses that people were doing have been like around three or four years so people are coming to the end of their degrees and I can feel a sense of panic would you say I, I would say also a sense of panay a panay I personally don't finish for ages but I get panicked on behalf of others because I feel their panic I'm an empath mm. if you will mm, you are some would say uh, yeah so what we wanted to talk about today was why that feeling is just so shit. It is shit. And it's everywhere right now. And I think there's a real pressure of like, what the fuck do I do with this degree? What am I doing with my life? Mm. Where is the trajectory going? You know yeah. what I mean? And also another question that's kind of related is 
if I go and if I enjoy my degree and I love what I'm doing, mm-hmm. great. Put that into practice. If I hate it, I've just done four years of uni and what do I do with this? That's a really scary part, I feel like, is like is not just finding a job because a lot of people are stressed about you know finding the job and getting out of their degree and out the other end of it what happens if you don't like it honestly Mm, um one of my flatmates last year did um a degree that was three years um and she left the like went to a very specific job um and she did that job for a year and she left and she was Mm. like I don't like it and I know that was really hard on her because she was like what the fuck and mm. like I've I've wasted all the well, it felt like a waste of time I sort of feel like it isn't a waste of time but it feels like a waste of time yeah. um and I feel like that's kind of a very common occurrence ATM Hayley what do you think you're gonna do look the world is my oyster it is however I think my degree which I do criminal justice mm-hmm. is um quite specific but the skills are quite transferable, which I think a lot of degrees are. You know, you're writing essays or you're answering questions, you know, mm-hmm. all that reading, writing, literacy skills. Mm-hmm. Um, they're really transferable. So I feel like when you have, you know, your backbones of your degree, yeah, you don't need to go straight into a job. No. That's at least what I'm telling myself. Um, I would like some income. Yeah. But preferably. I could just see myself, you know, easing my way into the workload. Yeah, and I also feel like you don't always have to get a job that lines up with your degree. Mm. I study law, and I can tell you, I'll have to delete this episode if I change my mind, in case any future employers listen, (laughs) I can tell you with 99.9% confidence that I will not be a lawyer, and I will not go into law. My mind is always open to it, for sure, because I'm aware that I've got a while to go, but where I am right now, I don't see myself in that field, and I am three years into a degree that focuses on that. <laughs> <laughs> that some would say is an expert area. It is. It is. Law degrees focus very heavily on the law, mm. um, and I feel like I sort of came to that realisation um, probably like earlier this year, because I knew that the particular areas of law that I was interested in, I was going to be studying this year, and I was like, oh, if I like these, then maybe, maybe I'll be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but Foot in the door. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I did them, and I do like them, but I don't want to work in it, for sure. Mm. And it's a funny thing. Like, a lot of the time I'm like, oh, funny. 100k? Yeah. Crack up. <laughs> now that's humorous. <laughs> um, but other times I do probably overthink it, and I'm like, shit, like... What if I had just known what I wanted to do from the beginning and I hadn't put all this time into this? Yeah. But I think it's a toxic way to think, don't you? I do, because I think what we have going for our generation mm-hmm. is the push and the oomph that society's given us to go and study, which studying yeah. after school is a huge achievement. Yeah, to go To go and motivate yourself, because you've got no one pushing you behind, mm-hmm. like, no one behind you guiding. Yeah. So this is a fully... You, You've done this because you want to do this, you know. Um, And when you have a degree, that obviously puts you in good stead for, you know, work work and employers. They want someone who's going to work hard. And if you can get through three three years of law and not want to be a lawyer, they're going to look at you and think either (laughs) she's determined to, you know, finish what she started. Yeah. Or she makes bad. Mrs. Won the lotto. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. I don't know. It's such a funny one because I feel like um, you 
kind of pick something straight out of school and then that's your because it is like when you go to university and I'm sure it's like this as well and like trades or other places um it becomes kind of your identity like Mm. it's so random that you just put down you know you click a box on a website when you enroll into university and all of a sudden you become that person like you know how there's people who are like oh yeah he's such a comms guy not yeah. comms he's such a so like you know people are like oh yeah such a commerce lad or like mm. yep yeah, they're a law student yeah yeah they're a crojo you know what I mean like isn't it so yeah. funny that it becomes defined by that so quickly mm. and I think because Meg and I go to um, UC and there's a real huge part of that community that does engineering mm-hmm. which hands down a really really tough degree massive yeah. but every every degree is tough yeah but, um you know it's funny how so many of your friends are so interested in the same thing, same yeah. fields. Whereas when you get something like, hmm, like I, I know a couple of people in my degree, but I would say that the, the interest is very little yeah. compared to something like engineering. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. But it's really important, just on that, it's really important to not um, compare and contrast your degrees because that's, that's shit. You literally can't, hey? Yeah. Because everything is completely, like, equally valid. I feel like there's a huge thing of that, of, like, oh, yeah, med students. I get it. Med must be hard. Could never do it. Yeah. Not, like, not at that level of the sort of science and stuff that you need. But I also think that, like, doing a completely, like, niche, really specific arts degree is equally as valid because if you've gone and chosen the thing that you liked at the time and you've, like, got the grades to be able to get the degree, you must have, like, done something, right? Like, you have to have at least participated in it, which mm. in and of itself is massive because, like you said, there's no one guiding you at uni. Faux show. Faux show. Yeah, I think that's one of, the, one of the things that has been important in this conversation is that you really don't have to do anything specific once you leave uni. Yeah. Once you even start uni, you don't have to do anything specific. Like, yeah. you are fully guiding your life, so don't let other people like sort of you know push you into a realm or push you into thinking you have to go straight into this role yeah go and work at a cafe for six months honestly go overseas go and work in a cafe Mm. go work at like some specific factory place that you know pays really well because you want to be able to save up and afford this specific thing like yeah if that's what you want to do start a podcast even wouldn't say there's a lot of money in it but all power to you. Yeah, it's a lot of enjoyment, my brothers. <laughs> I do think the other thing that kind of goes on as people, um, are, you know, like gearing up to leave uni, is the comparison between people on like what stage they're at. Like, mm-hmm. um, if you're like comparing yourself to someone who's already got a job after they graduate, because some some degrees are crazy. Like you book jobs after you graduate like ages and ages in advance. Yeah. Um and other degrees you'll finish and not do anything for like four to eight weeks and then all of a sudden you'll get a job. Like yeah. it's so different. But I feel like it's really easy to stress when you see people moving into that next stage of life and you're like not quite prepared for it. You know what I mean? I definitely agree. On that, penny for penny for your thoughts. Yeah. On this matter. Mm-hmm. Um 10-year reunions yes. at your school, because the school that me and Megan and I went to um, does a 10-year reunion. I think it does 15, 20. Yeah. Like, from 10, it goes up in five-year increments. Yeah. And um, so I'm obviously so excited yeah. to see all these people, because you say that, you, you know, at the end of school, you say, yeah, yeah, we'll catch up. You don't catch up. You don't. And you never really see these people again, because the one common 
trend with it with you and this person is probably school yeah so a lot of people that you would see during the day and stuff uh-huh. you would never see now yeah yeah like people have sure. moved away but a 10-year reunion i feel that's that's probably when you know yeah you're gonna be seeing what people are doing yeah literally whereas otherwise people are gonna have to in, you know inquire into what you're doing yeah yeah for sure and i feel like um that sort of thing like Finding out where people go after school and, like, the different, you know, like, paths and jobs and places that they go should be something that, like, excites you. Like, it's, like, me. Like, this person who I was in, like, year nine history with has now scored this, like, post-grad job and that's so sick. And I feel like you can really quickly poison that for yourself when you're, like, fuck, I haven't got a post-grad job. Like, I need to be, like, doing X, Y, and Z. Or, um, like, a big thing for me at the moment is, like, I am kind of you know, like, full vulnerability here, I feel quite jealous of the people that I know who are finishing at the end of the year, Mm. which there'll be people who are finishing at the end of this year that are jealous of me, like, not having to make any decisions yet. But I think because I've got to a place where I'm like, oh, well, I don't actually really want to use this degree. I enjoy learning it, but I don't want to use it. I feel like a part of me, like, is resentful to the fact that people get to go off and, like, do these really exciting things and I'm, like, studying something that I know I won't work in after. Mm. And that's not to be, like, wah, wah, woe is me, for sure. Like, I'm very grateful to be doing what I'm doing. But I feel like I do compare myself in that way and I Mm. do compare myself to people who are finishing at the end of the year. A massive way that I do that, and this is probably so niche and I don't know if I'll put this in. I'm so excited for it. Is lots of talk, obviously, if you're listening to this from New Zealand, which 98% of you are, um, a lot of talk about how fucking expensive it is to buy a first house. Fucking oath, like, man! And it is, and it's something that's crazy and something that, you know, people who were, you know, we're 20, people who were 20, 30 years ago might not have even been considering that as a factor because houses weren't so expensive then. But that is something that literally crosses my mind when I think, oh my God, all my friends are working next year and I'm going to be, like, still studying, making next to nothing, like... Well, am I going to be behind? Like, you know, like it's all those little things, I think, that you compare yourself to other people that gets really toxic. Absolutely. And I think what, what you just said there about the, like, being behind, there's this, like, feeling of everyone goes through life at the same pace. Yeah. Whereas that's so completely false. And so I'm true. so, I'm so, like, I'm so bad for thinking, oh, my gosh, this person's, you know got their life sorted now yeah i'm behind you're not behind you're going at your own pace 100 percent. like there isn't to think that you know you're behind or like ahead of anyone in like life would be to say that there's some sort of finish line which we all know that there's not because as grim as it is like everyone's finish lines are different and it kind of isn't at any sort of particular point and so when people are, like, racing each other to be buying a first home or being the first to get married or whatever it might be, where are you racing to? Like, what's the what's the end of it, mm. you know? What is the winner yeah. get for, like, ticking off all the milestones first? I feel like it's way more important to just, like, enjoy the moment that you're in now. But I can say that all I want now, but I do it also all the time. Yeah, I'm I'm such a sucker for thinking, oh, my gosh, my friend in this course is at the library she must be doing so much more. He must uh-huh. be doing such so, so much more than me. Yeah. Am I gonna fail? Like I wonder how much of a difference this is gonna happen on my grades. Yes. You know. And a a really hard thing I think for those who do the same degree and are like constantly having to, um, you know, fact check each other. Yeah. Um, 
is that is that feeling of you know comparison between people doing their degrees it's you know it's your own degree you go there because you want to learn it yeah you don't go there because you want to get a better grade than your next door neighbor yeah but it's also something that we subconsciously do naturally you know? right and I think a massive part of that is because we do it in school and like this is like by no means like anything directed to the school I went to because literally every school does this you have dues <laughs> literally every school does this um, certainly in New Zealand anyway, you have prizes for people who get the best grades. Mm, biggest mover prize? Yeah, and you yeah. get you have prizes for the people who, you know, like move the most places in the year group and I think that even though it's so cool that, you know, when you're in year seven and eight you get a certificate if you like did really well in the tests, I think the really like sort of dark flip side to that is that it means that we are like, okay, this person's an award winner, I'm not an award winner, I need to compare my grades with theirs to work out why that is. Mm. And I think that that subconsciously happens right throughout high school, which like, you know, five years is a really long time. And then we get to university, and as much as it literally doesn't matter what grade you get in so many degrees, Mm. like it just doesn't matter at all, um, and like workplaces will tell you this, you know, they always say that, oh, we don't really look at grades anymore. It's more about interviews. And like, if you've got the degree, you've got the degree. Yeah. Um, and I think naturally we go, okay, well, yeah, okay. I got a B on this, but like these two people got A's, like, how's that going to affect when like we're going for the same jobs when we finish at the end of the year? Like that sort of stuff is crazy. Mm. I also think that naturally, because you know, you work hard and you want, you want to get the treats. So the mahi do the, get the treats, but, yeah. um, I do think that it's hard when naturally we all want to do the best that we can and yep. when we feel like we've been shafted with a grade. Yeah. You do compare yourself to that person and you think, fuck, I don't actually know where I've gone wrong. Or you can, like I find it really hard to take on criticism for the work that I feel really passionate about. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think quite a few people will, will be able to, you know, um, align with that. Just because it feels like an attack when it's not. People are there to help you. Yeah. Yeah, and... Um, I know that sometimes when I feel a bit jealous of someone's grade or what someone's doing or like, you know, it's really important to flip it yeah. and be like, fuck, I'm proud of that person. Yeah. They have done so well. They have worked so hard and they deserve that, you know? And sometimes this does need to be like a conscious effort. Like I, you know, like call myself out in the same way. I'm all for like, oh, grades don't define your intelligence. Like, People should like feel like they're smart no matter what grades they get. But when you're in the moment and you get a grade that you think is shit, you don't think any of those things. You think, oh yeah. my god, this is my worst nightmare. I mm. got X grade on this test, you know? Like, exactly. that is what happens in the actual moment as much as we want to fluff about the other stuff all the time. And I think, honestly, what I've found that it takes is exactly what you said. A conscious, like, like literally thinking, I need to think differently about this and be like, yeah. I need to remember what I believe about grades not measuring intelligence or I just need to be really stoked for this person that they were able to achieve that given X, Y and Z going on in their life. You know what uh, I mean? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we say this jealousy thing can happen on a small scale, but at this time, as people, you know, if you're our age, as people are, you know, like finishing their degrees or maybe you're just leaving high school and people are going off and like achieving different things it should be a time where we feel really stoked for each other because if you achieved something really awesome or like probably actually I shouldn't address the listener if I achieved something really awesome I would hope that my friends were stoked for me and so it should be vice versa and it should be a time where when that person gets that sick post-grad job you're like 
man that's cool so excited can't wait to hear more about it because there's nothing worse than when jealousy stops you from even wanting to talk about something with someone do you ever feel that like level of jealousy where you're like i actually can't hear about the success because i'm so jealous of it and it like it frustrates me that's such an awful feeling and it's no one's fault but it is a really awful feeling especially at this time when people are doing cool exciting shit you know yeah i feel i feel like it's really important as well because i need to i like i need to do this i'm telling myself yeah 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 like, I need to recognize that I get jealous. Yes. Because, like, sometimes you feel a certain way about something and you're like, oh, yeah, this is, this has fucked me right off. Yeah, you know? yeah. No, you're jealous uh-huh. and you need to get over it because there's nothing that you can do about it. I also think, though, that, like, it, jealousy is painted to be this, like, really, like, awful, like, evil person emotion. Like, mm. oh, that person's just a jealous bitch. Like, that's a really bad thing to be when jealousy is, like, it is as natural as being happy or being sad like Mm. you just feel jealous of things when your brain wants something and you see someone else have it you're gonna feel jealous over it so maybe instead of trying to like brand it talking to myself here maybe instead of trying to brand it as like a oh no I can't be a jealous person that's like an awful thing to be you can be jealous just acknowledge it and be like oh I'm actually just feeling jealousy I need to remember to send that person a congrats text and not be a little bitch about it you know what I mean yeah this time of our lives it's really important to notice that we we put so much like love and affection into our friendships. Yeah. And so for our friends to acknowledge what you're doing yeah. is so important. You know, when you when Meg sends me a text, oh well done on this or like yeah. good, good luck for this, can't wait to hear about it or um I don't know, like showing interest in someone's yeah. life is so important. And because we put so much effort into these friendships, it's nice to feel that. Yeah, yeah, it is for sure. And I feel like you know, when things are, like, the biggest and most exciting, it would be unfortunate if we let jealousy get in the way of that. Like, I would hope that, you know, if one of my friends in the next couple of years is able to put down a deposit on their first home, I'm, like, fucking excited. Yeah, and housewarming. And ready, ready to get them a housewarming gift and get lit at their housewarming party. Like, I would hope that that is the reaction I have, not yeah. one that comes from, like, a place of jealousy, for sure. Yeah. But I do think that that whole feeling of, like, what the fuck am I doing with my degree comes from maybe a level of jealousy of others as well mm, yeah which isn't the big bad evil you know yeah feel Chad, definitely feel <laughs> i've got a question for you Haley. uh yeah look i'll give you the time of day <laughs> you've done a few job interviews in your time <laughs> <laughs> funny i actually have another job interview on tuesday why what is it for it's a big part-time retail job what happened to your current job? Well, like I have been offered shifts, but it's a casual role, so you have uh, to, you know, take what yeah. comes. But it's just been some really inconvenient timing, and I've had to decline most offers. Oh. And by most, I mean every single offer that I've had. <laughs> this is so good. Season two, Haley's back on the job grind. <laughs> yeah. I just think it's so funny because, like, I got this job, super excited. Every time I do it, I'm like, yeah, this is all good. Like, good pay. Like, Good people, good tasks, and now I'm just like saying no. Like when there's when there's a task at hand for me, I just not nah, sorry, can't do it. I'm busy. I'm really busy today, Sally. I'm really sorry. I'm just too busy. I'm so sorry. Mm. So give us a download. What's the job interview for? Uh, it's for a clothing shop, women's wear. Nice. Um, out in the tannery. Oh, sick. Yeah. So what should be cool? Look, I won't. I won't disclose too much information because I haven't I haven't secured the baggie. And paps follow us everywhere. Yeah. Pat means paparazzi. I <laughs> yeah. 
Did you hear? Did you see the loading side? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> White paparazzi. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, um, hold your cameras. Um, get ready for the show. But um, we may not. We may not have a job. But I when's will a job interview? I like these updates. Ten thirty on Tuesday. Skucks. Yeah, but I'm it's so over excited. the phone, so it's good. It's like almost like a podcast. Like you can say a lot of shit and then oh, like, yeah. make. Ten thirty on Tuesday. I'll be at my job. Oh, Which yes. I've like kept for. How do you do that? <laughs> <laughs> that was mate. I'm so sorry. No, come on. Give me more. That was good, Emma. Well, come on then. Job interview connoisseur. Yes. And the theme of what are we doing? How degrees? We're mm-hmm. heading out there, getting these post grad jobs lined up. Yeah. What's your biggest tip for a job interview? <laughs> Look, I'm going to say make a funny. Make it funny. <laughs> that the is a hot take. I knew Haley's hot takes would come back somehow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, I just think okay. So for example, I got I had this interview and it didn't go very well not long ago. Yeah. Um, but in the midst of the interview, I they were talking about like what you've done. Um, what's the situation with you? <laughs> I'm laughing because I'm a dick, but <laughs> it's like, it was like, where's a situation that shows like skills and pressure and how you can deal with yeah. your time management. Mm-hmm. And I made this joke and they didn't get it. And I had oh. to explain myself. What and was then the I, joke? Can you replay it for us? No, I think it was, I can't remember exactly how it went, but it was something to do with like, um, dry spaghetti and like. Like, I made an analogy. Shit <laughs> makes cringy. <laughs> oh, no. I made, like, a... Yeah, it wasn't great. But it was about, like, dry spaghetti and how, like, sometimes without, the like, the pasta sauce, the like, the spaghetti is nice or something like that. It was really rogue. I mean, I get it. I was get it. Was this for not... the one in the court? Yeah. This was for, like, a legal... It was, like, a, it was a, like a legal role. role. <laughs> and I make this joke about dry spaghetti. <laughs> and... And one of them goes, oh, it's good that you can talk your way out of situations. I'm like, oh, fucking old sister. <laughs> and that's, that's, look, they said some really nice things. That's good. Um, and my one other piece of advice, mm-hmm. because I'm quite actively, you know, seeking another job. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you're is, hiring. Is to acknowledge that it's not over to the fat lady sings because... Sometimes, if you fuck up in an interview, they'll think, look, how do they, how are they going to negotiate getting out of this one? Exactly. And if you make a good, smooth, criminal swig way out of that, mm-hmm. they'll probably make you more likely to get a job. So, maybe up to you whether or not you tell jokes <laughs> in your interview. I do think it makes you likeable, but I just think it can go so wrong. And it sounded like it didn't go, like, super well for you. I think... Look, I think the outcome and the joke, the outcome of the interview, sorry, and the joke made, um, they are two separate events. Right, not correlated. They shouldn't be, yeah, they shouldn't be assumed that there was correlation okay. between the outcome and the joke. Okay, so fair. Um, so if you can just um, stop with your judgment, that would be great. Thanks. <laughs> oh, well, I feel like that's plenty, plenty there on the topic. Yeah. I mean, it's a hard one on what you do with your degree because we don't know. There's no answer. If no. you looked at the title and you're like, man, I really want an answer for that, it's because there is none. But hopefully some of that was kind of interesting. We are very excited for the topics that we are going to be chit-chatting, chit-chatting about in season two. Yep. Um, we've got potentially some guests coming on some guests which is really exciting hey friends um episodes will be fortnightly 
mm. this season. So another trait that we've gained from the break mm-hmm. is a lack of moto joking Um, we we just want to make sure that we're putting the best work out so we think that if we have one episode coming out fortnightly you guys don't have it look we're doing it for you guys you guys won't have a big backlog of Luke on Marte's content. Yeah, exactly. And I feel like if we can put one out weekly where it works, we'll 100% do it. But fortnightly seems a bit more reasonable because what happened last season, even though I'm super proud of what we achieved last season, is that we were recording like, you know, an hour and a half of audio. Like today will be kind of a similar amount. Um, And when I was editing it, I would cut huge chunks out. Not because they were bad, like a lot of them I actually really liked, but because I didn't have time to edit them because like, so much editing goes into them and then Hayley has to listen to the whole thing so the episodes were short not because that was like what was good it might have actually been maybe it wasn't even good (laughs) honestly art is subjective but not because that was (laughs) that was you know the only part that we wanted to post but because that was the only part that we had time to like curate and like fix to post Mm. so anyway the point is we're hoping that if we do it fortnightly we'll be able to just like get all of the good content out there Mm. um and that will mean like better quality episodes which is something i'm personally really excited about yeah, I I 100% agree. I personally don't have to do any of the editing, so it doesn't mind me. What's happening on your end with the socials? Uh, pretty sure the social game is looking absolutely phenomenal as per <laughs> usual. Yep. Um, we've got a little bit of a... Um, actually, you would have seen... There's a bit of a fucking glob, lads, um, <laughs> on the Instagram behalf. Um, oh my god, be real. We should talk about that later. Oh, yeah. We'll talk about that later. Um, but... There's been a bit of a glow up. Um, I am consciously taking more effort. Um, uh-huh. You know, if you see a faux pas, please do point it out to me um, because we're not all winners. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't always be grinners. I'm just fizzed, to I'm be honest. Fizzed, mate. I'm a sprite. This has put a pip in my step. Oh, nice. Yeah, thank what was you. Was that Susan Boyle? Yes, it yes. was a rendition. Yes. I actually am Susan Boyle. So that's oh, wow. Kind of a little fun fact that we might talk about a little bit later on in the season. It's been so nice to be back. We're very, very excited and we hope you guys enjoyed this episode. As always, just flick us a message if you've got something to say that's not hateful. Flick it on through. If you do have something to say that's hateful, Hayley's address is. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the episode of Look Cool Martyrs. A final little fact that you might not know is that on our wee statistics, analytics if you will, we can actually see when people click off the episode and there's a few who stick around right till the end to hear the outro play and you're one of those people if you're hearing my voice right now. Absolutely. And to those of you who have been here before, what made you come back? (laughs) (laughs) Two, what made you stick around for this episode? And three... If you've got anything to say to us. Head on over to our Instagram, Lukewarm Lattes, mm-hmm. um, and send us send us a wee message. Look, it can be anything you like. Wouldn't recommend foot pics, you'll probably get reported. But seriously, <laughs> thanks heaps for sticking around. We really appreciate it. Give us a wee like and a follow on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, potentially an email, although that's a bit ancient these days. I know Meg still sticks on that because... Um, She's a goody two-shoes. I will be in the inbox, Roger, Roger. And I'll be in the DMs, so (laughs) catch you there, bitches. Hallie lives in the DMs. (laughs) Oh, don't you look for Boosh today? I know, I've I've been looking for Boosh ever since I stopped having to edit so many hours a week. Um, I actually started showering. Yeah, people, th- people on the podcast think that you don't shower. People know you don't, so...